about Instagram. Instagram is a difficult platform because it is the most <laughs> teenager out of all the other platforms. I don't know. That's the way I see it. I feel like from um, studying these social networks and seeing the, uh, let's just say the um, personalities of all of them, it seems that TikTok is the cool kid, but that cool kid that's always like just sitting on the wrong side of the rules. And you know that there may be just like one false move off losing it all. And then you've got other platforms that are like, you know, that they've got a solid friend circle like YouTube. They've got reputation. They're all cool and they're always going to be cool, but they don't have to try too hard. Um, no matter what they do, it's going to end up being cool. Even if it doesn't look that cool in the beginning, like YouTube shorts, as you can tell, I've had a lot of time to think about this kind of stuff, but you've got Instagram in the middle who seems like the difficult and rebellious and uncooperative teenager out of all the social networks. And I feel that's because they just have struggled to find their identity. Now, obviously Instagram used to be an amazing platform for photo sharing. And that's when it hit its peak because everyone loved it for that reason. And then I'm um, shortly after its popular, its popularity came. I mean, that's when Facebook bought it out and now Meta owned it right after the name change, but still like it, it was an incredibly powerful platform. But over time, uh, they kept trying to be other things. Like they kept trying to emulate other social networks. Now, if you've been paying attention, you would obviously know that they've been trying to emulate TikTok for quite a while now with reels, but Instagram copying other social networks has been around for quite a long period of time. I mean, think back a few years ago, Instagram was trying to copy YouTube after seeing that a lot of uh, long format videos, a lot of watch time was on YouTube. They're like, well, we can get more people to stay longer on the app if we add longer form videos. So they introduced uh, Instagram TV and IGTV was relatively short lived because when it comes down to it, not many people want to watch really long form pieces of content in a fast moving social media platform like Instagram. So it didn't do too well. And that's obvious because I ended up scrapping IGTV um, not that long ago, to be honest, and moving straight to short form video content. And I guess that comes down to, you know, the psychology behind the um, behavior of the listeners when they're in, it's like what they get framed to expect. And if they're expecting fast moving content, something that's trying to get their attention for 40 minutes is likely not going to keep it. Yet on YouTube, they build expectations of longer form content. So people go to that platform in the subconscious framed mindset, expecting it to be long form content. So they're fine sitting there watching long form content as well as YouTube can be watched on TVs. You know, people set up their laptop and watch on that with Instagram. On the other hand, uh, it's, it's quite inconvenient. Anyway, because of that, the content strategy was very different on Instagram back then because you could upload long form versions of things you did to Instagram and hope that it did well because Instagram were trying to push IGTV. So they gave those type, you know, those pieces of content priority in the feed. But with Instagram changing its personality and direction and um, image so much, how on earth do you go about building a content strategy on the platform where it changes all the time? So I figured it's probably time for me to do another episode on Instagram strategy. What I recommend to be the best thing you could do moving forward. And I'm sure that it won't be long and until I'm due for another one because who knows what Instagram are going to do next. But I can tell you now that creating content on Instagram doesn't need to be a difficult task, but you just need to understand that it's a platform in which the rules change very frequently. And if you've been reading my newsletter that I put out where I talk about the news in social media, you'll see Instagram are changing things like every week. Something new comes out like Be Real and Be Real, uh, people seem to really like, especially uh, Gen Z are very high adopters of this platform. So Instagram want to implement a Be Real clone into their app as well. Of course, whatever is popular, Instagram is going to want 
audience will at least try. Uh, when Clubhouse is really big, that got obviously that might not work as well on Instagram as it would something like Facebook. So they tried to copy it on Facebook. Meta love to copy other platforms. In saying that though, TikTok are now implementing their own clone of Be Real as well. So they're all going to start to just blur into one another where all the platforms are just copies. It's weird. Everything needs its unique identity. And it's funny, if you ever see a video that Adam Mossery, I mean, he's the top dude at Instagram, right? He puts up videos where he explains to people like, here's the latest things we're bringing out as changes, or here's the latest things I recommend for Instagram strategy. And it's it's really interesting uh, to see the comments on those posts because a lot of people are saying quite often, like, please just make Instagram back to what it used to be. I just want a place to share photos for my friends and family. And uh, there has been quite a lot of discussion about that, about people want social media to be more social. And that's not how it's been of late. It's very much like you open platforms like Instagram and TikTok, and it's usually recommendations of content that is popular across the platform. So while that has its purpose, I believe personally that TikTok need to keep that as their identity, a way to discover funny trending videos that are interesting, because I don't understand why TikTok would want things any other way. That's their unique identity. Yep. TikTok have a friends tab at the bottom where they're trying to get you to add your friends so you can watch their videos. I don't know about you, but personally, I would way rather see the best content on the platform, the funniest stuff, the most interesting stuff, rather than friends of mine trying to create, attempting, you know, putting effort in, but may not be hitting the mark of creating entertaining and engaging content. I don't feel like TikTok is really the kind of platform where people will upload social content. It's usually trying to create viral videos, if that makes sense. Um, So I I don't know. I don't see TikTok working that well as a social media platform in that sense, unless the meta changes on the platform and people start to upload day in the life videos or stuff that makes it more social and connecting. Because from the friends videos that I've seen, a lot of them are just trying to emulate trends. Yet Instagram, on the other hand, have the window of opportunity here to create social content. You follow people whose content you would like to see more of and you expect to see them in your feed, but Instagram are not delivering it in that way. They're trying to, and they're saying they're shifting more to social content, but they're still trying to recommend you content that they think you'll like because Reels is just such and uh, they're trying so hard to copy, um, you know, TikTok and the way that their feed is delivered. Yet more and more people are complaining about Instagram, wanting it to go back to a social-based uh, platform in which you see content by the people you follow. And um, if you have followers, they see the content you release as well. And uh, so many people will are saying that. Look at any of Adam Mosseru's posts, you'll see it in the top comments and they have the most amount of likes. A lot of people agree with them. They're saying, let me get my content seen by the people who have followed me. Like they're not seeing my content in their feed. Like what's the point of followers if you don't end up in their feed. Now, why am I saying this, right? I'm not just giving you a history lesson on social media. It's because if you understand what people are looking for on the platform, then providing that is exactly um, how you end up growing and being able to connect more with these people and end up getting followers that want to stick around and follow you long-term. As I said, people open YouTube framed in the mindset of being open to at least watching long-form video content, okay? That's what we discussed before. So what is the frame that people are opening up Instagram for? Well, look to what people are saying to the head of Instagram. Like, what are they wanting the change to be. It's they want it to be more social and they want to see content, you know, by the people they follow. So you can't change much about that second one. But if you know that people are opening Instagram, not to see viral videos so much that are trending around the platform, but they want to see social content from the people they want to connect with, then you know that the way to actually satisfy that, um, I was going to say subconscious itch, it's a subconscious itch for most people, but for some people that it's become a conscious 
itch that they want scratched, these are the people who are verbalizing it. At least they're bringing it to the light. The subconscious uh, itches aren't usually brought to light until they become conscious, I don't think. Unless you can figure it out and reverse engineer it from like a behavioral sense. And these people have brought to light the changes that they would like to see on the platform and, and how they expect the platform to operate moving forward, at least to make them the happiest they could be. So if these people want genuine human connection, to create content that suits that, you need to read in between the lines a little bit. So if someone wants social content, they don't want to see disconnected viral-based content in which um, you're trying to emulate the latest trend. These people want to see real human-focused, human-centered and authentic creations of content that resonate and connect with them on a human level, okay? So you can create more content like that. Now, obviously, the second part of that desire is that they want social content from people they have a built a connection with. Now, obviously, this is something that isn't easily solvable because you can create the best content in the world. But if these people aren't following you, then who's going to see it? I mean, even them, they're saying that they're not seeing content from who they've followed anyway. So how do you even get your content in front of their eyes? Even if you create stuff that resonates with your target listener at their core, right? So even if you create content that resonates with your highly compatible listeners, how do you get it to see that? So essentially what you have to do is follow this four step music marketing strategy that I talk about all the time. Why, who, where, how? Why did you create it? Who needs to hear that message? Where are they? And how do you speak to them? So let me tell you an example. Say that you created a new song that talks about your journey through mental health. So why did you create this piece of music? Well, it's because you wanted to bring to light your story through mental health. Okay, so who needs to hear that message? Well, those that are struggling with mental health issues. Okay, where are they? Now, specifically, we're talking about on Instagram. Well, they're probably looking at content that could be categorized under specific and very identifiable hashtags like uh, hashtag mental health, hashtag mental health awareness, hashtag depression, depending on on what your story may be about. So go to those pieces of content and you'll see where these people are. And then it's, how do you speak to them? Well, usually it's about providing high value content and are in your comments. So if people are talking about issues they've been through, you can be involved in that and start that discussion. Now, obviously the more exposure the piece of content has, the more eyes you will have on your comments. So, I mean, I've seen people try this strategy, but then they'll go to, um, you know, a single person's post and comment on that. I mean, yeah, sure. That might make the person curious who posted that uh, piece of content to come and check out your Page, but um, I don't feel like that is the best strategy when you could be posting on more viral pieces of content and getting a, uh, a lot of eyes on you to click through to your page. But getting the traffic back to your page is not the like end of your challenge. Think about it from a user's perspective, okay? What's their user journey? Well, they uh, recommended a piece of content on mental health. That piece of content does the work for you. It grabs their attention and gets them interested. They open the comment section. They see a comment left by you where you create a very insightful message about your experience through that. You don't ask them to come check your profile out because you don't want it to look like a hard sell, but they're interested enough off the comment you left to become curious enough to click through to see what you're all about. Now, this is your opportunity to either capture them or lose their interest, okay? To capture their attention, there must be more content on your page that stands out, grabs their attention, and invites them to click through on it. Now, the way you do that is by providing more of what they're already looking for. So if they've come from a mental health-related post, you need content on your page with big writing on it. So they like click here, essentially, without asking them directly to click here, because that would be a little bit too forced, but it invites them to want to check more out. Now, usually when they land on a profile, their eyes will glance to the bio to see what you're all about. That's why your bio needs to be clear. Now, I'm not perfect by any means, okay? My Instagram, I never really post on it at all, so it's quite dead. But if you look at what I'm doing, you'll understand the mentality behind that. If I ever go and interact anywhere else on Instagram and I get the attention of music artists, or maybe I have an ad out that people are interested in, they click through on my page, they see in my bio, I help music artists create movements. Wow, I'm interested. What's the content? And they look down and they see that all this music marketing content is right in front of their eyes. It looks like a treasure trove. So what do they do? They hit the follow button, okay? Now, the content that you release, what you should do is create real 
real, authentic human content that looks like you're already their friend, that you're posting in their feed, just talking about something they can relate to. Because if you talk to someone like they're your friend already, we have this mirror neuron thing in our brain where we're almost like acting congruence based on what we're seeing in front of our eyes. We'll mimic that behavior, which means that if someone is acting friendly to us, we usually will act friendly back. So the more natural you are with people in your content and not look out of place like you're just trying to read a script or something like that, just a real natural human flowing conversation. The more you feel like you're already their friend and you're talking to them like you already know them, people are going to just naturally like kind of meet you halfway. And if your content is able to provide that, then you're giving people what they're subconsciously looking for on the platform, which means that they're going to want to stay around and find more out about you. Now, let's just hope that Adam Mossery implements some kind of change on the platform that allows uh, people to see more content from those they're following, because then this strategy will work even better to your advantage. But even for now, it'll help you grow on the platform. It'll give you more chance of your content being on the feeds of more people who stand the best chance of committing to your movement long-term. These are your highly compatible listeners and you stand the best chance of growing your audience the right way. You shouldn't be trying to grow your audience by any means necessary. This is why you should never buy fake followers or try to pay for shout outs on pages that have audiences that don't connect with your core message because what's the point of getting followers on your page if they're not going to interact with your content? That's only going to kill your organic reach further. So find those that can really resonate with the core message behind your movement, provide value in front of their eyes and let their curiosity drive them back to your profile to decide if they want to stay around. When they get there, make sure your profile is clear about the value it can provide to them, as well as giving them proof that you're able to do it by making sure the content right in front of their eyes is able to scratch that same itch and you will grow your audience with the right people. This is not a quick strategy, but this journey that you're on is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Those that understand this end up growing their audience the right way over a longer period of time, rather than losing interest early because they feel like the growth just isn't fast enough. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of I Am Northbound. If you want more episodes of advanced music marketing that dives into even crazier stuff than what you just heard, then go to IamNorthbound.com and join the I Am Northbound inner circle. Every single week, you're going to get access to a ton of content that talks about things that other people just aren't talking about. We dive into advanced music marketing strategies, psychology and its application to advertising, persuasion and scientific research. Trust me, this stuff is information you cannot get anywhere else and will give you the upper hand in growing your audience and getting your music heard. We'll